So no more rap lies. <laughs> nah, bro. I think, I think we're good on that one. Okay. I think we're good on that one. <laughs> go ahead and hit the backspace. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, backspace. Reduce. Yeah. Retract. Control. Alt. Delete. Oh my God. <laughs> escape. 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 Shut down. Log. Log off and shut down. Yeah, man. No more of that. Here we are. Hey. Hello. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Come on. Man. Pleasure to meet you guys. You gotta stop that. <clears throat> but nah, man, we back in the building, bro. One seventy four. Yeah, Kari will not let me come in like a schmuck, bro. Nah, bro. Not on this platform. Just let me have this, bro. Nah, bro. I wouldn't let you go out like that. Okay. We, we back though, man. Monday, one seventy four. Feeling great. Absolutely. Feeling better. Living good. Blessed. Grateful. All that. Would they? Would we have it any other way? I don't know. Any other way, man. Would the listeners accept it any other way? I don't think so. All right, man. Are you ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, man. Episode 174. (laughs) Real godly type music. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you a godly podcast. Episode 174, man. Two of the best. The two best. It doesn't get any better than this. Back again, man, for the 174th time. Let's do it, man. Up, up and away, hey, hey. Must be. Well, the answer was no to both. umbrella, bitch, and go stand under. Bundle up, it's gonna be a cold ass summer. You niggas so last summer. On to the new, on, on to the new shit. Jigga wouldn't even take my city when he see me two years later, bitch, we made it. On, on to the blueprint. Carlos Santana. <laughs> up, up in the way. Hey, somebody. On the guitars, man. That's Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy, man? <laughs> it must be. Alright, man. Like we said, it's episode 174 of the Rising Grind Podcast. We are back in the building. It's your boy Roderick. Yes, sir, Jakari. We back here in the building. How you feeling, man? It's Monday again. Yes, sir. Feeling good. It's the start of a new week. Feeling blessed. Like I said in the intro, man, I just don't have any complaints with life right now. So feeling great, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, Mondays have always been like a drag thing, you know, because of work. Like you wake up, it's, it's post weekend. You're kind of readjusting again. You're dragging. You're tired. The pod and the pod dropping on Monday, everything like that, it's kind of eliminated a lot of that for me. And even though 
I had that going on. Like I still have that that work thing, uh, side work stuff going on uh, that I wake up and and do on Monday mornings. But um, since we've been going a lot harder on the pod, Monday mornings are a breeze for me. It's funny that you say that because, yeah, um, you know, before Mondays will kind of be like you said, you know, those days where it's kind of still cloudy, foggy. Right. You don't want to wake up. You had a long weekend, things like that. Right. Uh, but Mondays are pretty cool for me most of the time now as well. Like I do still take that day off as far as um, like working out. I tend not to work out on Mondays. OK. But I will say like work and just the overall feel or, or vibe of the day for Monday for me, it's usually good. Like you said. And I feel like we're right here on the best times. We're here on Monday when you're groggy, when you're tired. Um, And it it doesn't feel like a bad Monday. I'm not saying that to the listenership. Hopefully it does feel the same to the listenership. But I'm saying for us, it doesn't feel like a bad Monday. I've got pod activities that I need to be doing on Monday. Mm -hmm. I've got numbers to watch. You've got numbers to watch. And just when the week might be hitting like a downturn on Wednesday, you might not be feeling it as much. We're here on Thursday to do the same thing all over again yeah. to get you toward the end of the week. Now, yeah, those are some solid days when you really think about it and yeah. break the week down. Yeah. Because uh, it's important to try to set the tone at the beginning of your week. For we're, sure. We are here for the tone, for the energy, for the motivation, right. for the good talk, for the right. education. Yeah, and then like you said, if you don't catch it, you know, Monday at the beginning of the week, then we hit you right in the middle of the week, Thursday, you know. Absolutely. So hopefully by the end of the week, you know, we picking you back up if you had a down week type shit. We're here for the motivation, the inter, uh, the intervention, <laughs> and the, uh, what, what was the other thing I said? I made the inter, the intervention <laughs> out of say. entertainment. It was motivation. Uh, fuck. Entertainment? It, it didn't innovation. It, nah, I didn't really go with with the other ones okay. that I had. Not not really sounds fucking dumb. Nah, bro, sorry, bro. I tried. We tried. It's all good though. It's all good. But uh, how was your your past week though? How you been? Can't just gloss over it. Like <laughs> Man, it was a good. It was a good past week. It was a good weekend as well. Um, I did nothing but relax, chill. Um, ate good food. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Saw my family. Things like that. It was it was a really good weekend. Wheels are back. Got the wheels back. The wheels are back, man. Yeah. We didn't talk about it last pod. The wheels were back last pod. Put a new engine in that John. Um, <laughs> that John. Yeah. So now, now that I'm working with a new engine, I'm working with a lot longer. Like working with a newer, a new car, basically. Yeah. Um, if I decided to put a new transmission or something like that, I would be working with a brand new car. Um, minus like minor parts. Um. The bitch start right up. Probably feel like a Ferrari when you drive that. Hook. It's just, it's just, it starts a little different. It's a little bit quieter. I'm like, oh, it's supposed to sound like that. Right, right. So now that this is gonna be like a, once I get a new car, um, this is gonna be like a, I still have this. This is paid off. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna take that actually make some improvements toward it, uh, to the inside and the outside. For so, sure. Yeah, it's, it's good to have that thing back though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some more miles on it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, but yeah, it was a good weekend. Uh, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about before we got into it? Oh, sorry. Yesterday was nine eleven, September eleventh. Um, I don't know what year of the anniversary this actually marks. Um, just because that was two thousand and one, and this is uh. <laughs> you can't do no math. No, I get it. Twenty one. It's twenty one. 
I, I didn't I wasn't thinking about the years in my head to do the simple math, but yes, I can do the simple <laughs> math and add twenty one years. I'm just checking, right? Of course, guys. <laughs> my fault. And no, there's nobody behind us giving giving me the answer. Thanks. Um <laughs> Because people have you no know, people have commented on me actually like looking behind mm-hmm. like they're like Yo, are you looking no I'm not looking at like something I'm, no. this is coming from my brain guys um, <clears throat> but yeah it was the 21 anniversary of September the uh, the 11th those uh, horrific incidents that happened to the twin towers in New York mm-hmm. uh, that happened to the Pentagon uh, flight 93 to crash things like that yeah um, flight 2274 um, and uh, we just wanted to pay respects to those people. Um, we were really young when that happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were like four years old when when that went down. So of course, you know, we couldn't really understand it from like the political side and just like the. I, I do remember it though. Yeah, of course, of course. But just like the effect that it really had on people at that time. Of course, we didn't get to experience that. But every year, I soak it in and I really like put myself there. You know, as much as I can. I'm just like, bro, that day. Like, if you experience that day. I know that's something that you could just never ever forget. It was just it was traumatizing. It's it's one of those things like there's certain moments in time and we talked about it uh just at a party last week. Um someone said it like with with Kobe's death. You knew exactly where you were. Mm-hmm. In that moment, what happened, like where you were sitting, where you were standing, where you were, what you did next. Um and I'm not comparing that moment to this moment i was comparing certain things that you can remember where you were um 9 11 was something that if you were alive and cognizant for the moment everyone that's told me like you that's a stop a standstill i remember exactly where i was when i found out my country was under attack that the two towers had fallen that this this that was going on the pentagon like i said uh it was one of those one of those moments. Yeah, just crazy, man. And then like I say, you know, seeing the buildings fall, like it just it was just traumatizing. It was it was really a tough time for our country. Really set us back, um, you know, at that time and it brought the country together too though. Yeah, absolutely. Um the I think that was really like the birth of the patriotism that we see now. Absolutely. The post post like nineteen fifties yeah. or post post World War, uh Vietnam, Korea, mm-hmm. like that that togetherness mm-hmm. um yeah we didn't have that until after 9 11. right right and it's kind of like a death in the family and then the funeral brings the entire family <laughs> back together this was like we we didn't need this at all of course mm-hmm. but the camaraderie uh between americans came back white black didn't matter yeah for sure it was just about the human race man which is which is good uh but yeah, shout out, shout out, um, and and condolences again to to everyone from that horrific event twenty one years ago. Um, we saw something on Instagram that was pretty fucking wild, Kari. Hmm. A restaurant in Virginia, uh, in a Virginia ca- uh, country club. Sorry, they're facing backlash for their nine eleven themed menu. In this menu, they have a couple of different items, and. They're supposed to be in memory of September 11th. This gets pretty wild, Kari. Um, <clears throat> so between 12 p.m. and 9 p.m. on September 11th, which was yesterday, you could have picked up a flight 2977 chowder. No? No. 
How about a Flight 93 redirect hot crab dip? <laughs> I'm good on that, too. Okay. Um, a Freedom Flounder? I don't even know what a flounder is. It's a fish, man. I don't eat flounders, man. Okay. How about some 9-11 oysters? I'm good on the oysters, too. First responder flatbread. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I might fuck with the flatbread. I ain't gonna lie. Um, or, 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 after you wash all that down with a remember teeny, <laughs> you can purchase a Pentagon pie. For dessert. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Pentagon pie? Oh, my goodness. How did they get this off, man? Uh, they didn't. Uh, the clubhouse, uh, it, it looks like they received a lot of backlash from what they're saying. Uh, eventually, they apologized for the post saying, um, I apologize for those I offended with the 9-11 Seafood Sunday post. My intention was to bring attention to that horrific day 21 years ago to honor those who lost so much as well as those uh, as well as those who gave everything that day. The menu has since been taken down and updated to a football theme, which looks like touchdown teeny coin toss chocolate pie and offense oysters. So this brings me to a question that we've discussed before. But in situations like this, do you think these uh, businesses, organizations, whoever it may be, do you think that they really do this to gain the attention? Like, do they they really do this knowing that it's going to cause? Yes. Some controversy that's going to bring attention to their business that may bring them sales or revenue. Do you think this was another case of that? Absolutely. This was play. Uh, this place was called the Clubhouse at Aqua Harbor. Nobody knew about this place before. Now we do. We're in Texas and we know about the Clubhouse at Aqua Harbor. That's somewhere at a Virginia <laughs> country club, right. and and that's the point. Now they're on the map. They said what they needed to say. Somebody's going to go in there, hoping that they can get this. Or someone's gonna go in there with a problem. Either way, publicity. I guess. I guess what they say: all good, uh, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, unless they're terrible reviews on Yelp. <laughs> Shout out to Yelp. Uh, but no, that's crazy, man. Like I, I don't even know how, why you would think of that. How you would really get that off and think that people would really come in and support your business? Nine um, Eleven oysters. <clears throat> Like, come on, dude. Like, this is a serious, this is a serious matter. It's like we're making fun of it. <laughs> I'm just like. For $50, you can get a never forget sampler. That has two cups of Flight 2977 chowder, uh, a Flight 93 redirect crab dip, a first responder shrimp flatbread, a freedom flounder served with rice, salad, and warm rolls. That's actually, that's that sounds like a good deal. Um, <laughs> two slices of Pentagon pie and two Remember Teeny cocktails. Hey, man, the coupon says that you're saving $22 by buying it in bulk. Fuck around. Get this. Nah, I'm good on that. Pentagon pie don't look bad. It's chocolate silk pie. Nah. That look like pie that we can't eat. Nigger pie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what that looks like. That's nigger pie. That was not made for us, boy. <laughs> My bad, man. It's like that cherry pie from life. I know nigger pie when I see it. Yeah, bro. The cherry pie from life. It was cherry, right? Was it cherry or apple? I think so. No, it was cherry. The cherry. Okay. Yo, what is wrong with you, dude? Hey, that's all I can think of, bro. Or Pootie Tang. The only ones I can think of. He was eating that pie on Pootie Tang. Uh, you could think about the reverse rolls in uh, The Help when they eating <laughs> shit pie. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was like, mm, what's this? My shit. <laughs> oh, you're just going to die. <laughs> 
That'd have been sick, bro. Yeah, just imagine. Somebody feeding you chocolate pie. I'm like, damn, you put your foot in this. No, my ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. What would you do? <laughs> I clock my grip. <laughs> my grip. I mean, I cock my grip. <laughs> and I. Car, if somebody put shit in your pie and they're standing in front of you as you chew through their shit, their feces. You got to put the chrome today, don't no, or or that's... yours, mm. or you can make it fun and do both. <laughs> Come on, bro! <laughs> Murder suicide, suicide prevention month, man. Oh my gosh, suicide prevention month. Come don't on, do bro. it. Don't don't do the murder suicide. I think it's crazy, man. I know. I'm fresh off watching Dateline all last night. Okay. Oh my gosh! Shout out NBC. <clears throat> we got other documentaries and docu series that we're gonna get into later. But are we ready to get into the actual shits? Let's do it. Let's start, man. I don't want to waste any time. Biggest album of the uh, I of the year, <laughs> damn, of the week. Ari Lennox ASL Age Sex Location is here. It's been released on Friday, sir. What are we thinking? Thinking it's an amazing album, bro. Just like how we expected it to be. Um, I don't have any complaints, man. The music is great. The uh, the order of the songs, everything. It was produced well. Um, I just I don't have anything bad to say about the album, bro. I love it. I have absolutely nothing bad to say about the album. Um, this was 12 tracks long. It was 41 minutes. This is an amazing length for me. Um, I think it sounds great from start to finish. She kept the same type of vibe throughout the entire album. And there's really, really good songs. Her voice sounds great. This is this is great. Um, I have a couple of questions after we get into things. Um but yeah, this is an amazing album. I give this album somewhere between a B plus and an A. Um, what are your favorite tracks so far? So far, uh, "Stop By." Yes, "Stop By" is damn near my favorite. I, I think right now, um, I like POV "Plenty of Fish" the intro. That's a good one, and uh, "Waste My Time" is a good one as well. "Waste My Time" is one of my favorites. "Stop By," "Leak It," tough. Yeah, Leak It is crazy. Leak It is crazy. Uh, I know that this is going to be cliche. Hoodie. Hoodie is amazing, and it flows right in there with the album. <clears throat> now, let's see. I can get to my questions now. We're going to talk about Irv and Ashanti and the, the docuseries a little bit later. But there was something in either part two or part three that we talked about um, where Irv kind of had to engineer or not engineer or kind of work with her on where the tone should should sit. Do you think that Ari could make better music or like more incredible music at a lower octave in some of the songs? Because I listen to some of them and I and I feel like she's high up a lot where it might sound a little bit better at a lower octave and mm -hmm. then she goes to where she's higher later on. Uh, that's a great question, bro. Uh, I honestly haven't listened to her with that ear, so I can't really give you an answer. But what I will say is I think because she has built her career on being high so much that that is, you know, what she... That's her sound. Yeah, that's what she does. Um, so I haven't really, like played it to like mm, how would she sound if maybe she was in a low octane here or whatever you know so um i just I, I don't know i just mean like i feel like 
some artists wind up, she blows right. from 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 one right. No, you're from you're from zero seconds to to four minutes to the end of the track. Like she's gonna blow mm-hmm. from the bottom of her heart or from the bottom of her stomach from the beginning of the song mm-hmm. to where like there might be a build up somewhere else. It's not with her. She's gonna do that from jump. I think she she has some songs where she does do that. Now that I think okay. about it. Um, but I know what you mean. Like in some scenarios, maybe it would have sounded better on this part of the song, and maybe she was lower or higher. Like hoodie, like she'll come in, like she came in, like blowing on hoodie. Yeah, yeah. And um, it sounds amazing. I'm just thinking about like, hmm, she might have if they did the Ashanti thing, and maybe like a couple parts of it to where you start down here, or you. you... It could work. Yeah, it might be I'm insane. Sure it could work. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to think about. The other question that I might have had as it pertains to to Ari's, did you have other things to say about Ari's album so far? Uh, not really. I can just ask you a question though, like because you know we talked about as far as her right now in the R and B sector, and you know with SZA and Jasmine and Summer, just everybody that's in that genre right now. Um, now that the album is out, where do you think she's sitting? Where is Ari sitting now, like in that genre as far as like who's popping in the R and B game? Does this, you know, prolift her to go higher? Does she still stay, like, in the mix where she's at? Like, what are you thinking? I think right now she's still where she's at. Um, it's it's crazy to say, even in her amazingness, because she's amazing, for someone to, I think, rise above that summer SZA type of setting they got to just sweep you right off your feet. Like, this album was amazing, and, and it did. But I'm saying, like, they j- they got to knock your fucking socks off. It's got to be over it. It's got to be control right. to just blow. Like, this is amazing music. Every lyric has to, has to really attach to the person, mm-hmm. like, the way that some of those scissor songs or the way over it did with summer walker that attached with every female or every woman i'm sorry i don't mean to use the word female guys i apologize i mean uh i'm miseducated oh my gosh (laughs) i'm miseducated (laughs) i'm lauren hill right right um but the lyrics are gonna have to cling to the the artists we're gonna have like they have to be super duper relatable to where we're just over and over and over now that that hoodie track is like that Mm mm-hmm but um yeah you know what i mean no yeah i definitely i definitely understand so um she she's still in that that top five range but i think she's still where where she was before gotcha and that's not a bad place no yeah like she's perfectly fine and this is actually she's gaining more and more and more and more and more attention just as the day goes on especially Mm -hmm. now that the album has has been released she's she's top of the charts right now everything r&b so she's definitely okay like she's fine i just wanted to ask you that because i was kind of looking to see like mm, you know what what happens next you know right. what i mean for and i and i understand like yes when when scissor dropped control everybody was in a frenzy you know what i'm saying when summer walker dropped over it everybody was in a frenzy, frenzy. she's good she has the frenzy hit. you know what i'm saying so right like right now like yes everybody is appreciating the music that already drops and we love her but yeah it didn't just break everybody you know, social media wasn't going crazy because she said this or she had this song that, you know, made me feel this type of way. So I, I know what you mean. And I don't know if it'll ever be like that. I'm not saying talent wise. Dreamville is not the type 
of record label that's shooting for a hit record. Cole has built himself up on, yes, he had a couple of those hit records that went to boost his album, but Cole is the type of artist that screamed to the labels as he was coming up, hey, I have a fan base. I don't need a radio single, guys. I Mm -hmm. I want y'all to see I don't need one. And he really ended up proving that he didn't need one. So he really, if if you look at it, he really uses that kind of base for his artists his artists for sure don't need radio singles but for it to work if if you're gonna be one of those artists i'm sorry there's a format and a formula to being one of those artists or into dropping one of those albums and it involves power trip it involves um what am i missing uh the one yeah it it involves workout it it involves songs like that you have to have that right there's got to be a radio hit no, I definitely agree. That's that's the origin of Dreamville, like you yeah. said. That's that's the base. That's what it was built upon. And um, now that we can look back years after, it, it has worked for every artist. Every you know? single one, yeah. At first, it was kind of weird because Cole was taking a different approach. He was letting the artists develop. It was basically like a G League. Mm-hmm. He was developing the artists, letting them play with different sounds. Here's a feature here and there. Here's a... Uh, Dreamville project together. You know, he was just letting everybody develop. Now, that's that's for real. Now go out and do your own. Now try, you know, whatever it is you want to try. We don't need the big hits. Just put out music that you like. And I can see, and we've been building your fan base. You have a fan base. That's what Cole really was trying to let labels know that Mm -hmm. he's doing with his artists. Mm -hmm. You don't have to drop a radio single because I see who's going to buy your music behind this. They might not see it. I see it. We see who's at the shows. We see who's buying the merch. That That's what they needed to see that they started to see with, with Cole when he did Dollar in a Dream. And they're like, oh, he's packing everywhere out. Right. Oh, he can really drop music. He doesn't need this. Right. But um, <clears throat> I think I remembered the other thing that I was going to say. And I wonder if Kari's going to feel the same way or if he's going to get on me for it. Kari think the tapes i mean i think the the tracks on away message are better than the tracks on the album Sheesh. really not to say that the album and i'm and that's not a bad thing nothing i'm saying is bad this album's amazing nothing's bad about the album it's amazing i think the tracks on away message are those type of tracks i'm talking about that stick Mm. that that cling the lyrics yeah they they you feel them <clears throat> yeah tatted for sure tatted on my back and then bitter yeah for sure oh and the no settling you remember she spelled out mm-hmm. no it's whatever she i can't remember like the rhythm of the, the song but yeah definitely I, I ran it back again just to see if i was you know i was in the right ballpark if i was crazy or not mm-hmm. i think the away message might hold the stronger songs that's interesting, man. And, and like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, of course, she gave us the EP before the album. But when when you have that many songs, like her pool was crazy. She had 80 to 100 songs that she had to narrow down to 20. Yeah, was we're, crazy. we're talking about 20 songs here out of 100. So what we did get is great, yes. But imagine trying to pick for an album for 12 songs out of that pool of songs and an EP from that pool like 
it's probably so many more songs that we still haven't heard. Yeah, and the same shit that we talk about, I forgot who it was that we saw them making their music and the process of some of their throwaways, and we were like, wait, 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 that was a throwaway? You know how many songs that they threw away that the consumer probably would have been like, oh shit, Please with. that was the one. Yeah. Who was that? Because we listened to one and we were like, holy shit. Oh, it was Kodak. Okay. That that, uh, that EP that he dropped on YouTube. Okay, yes. We were like, this is what he's throwing away? Mm-hmm. This is what he thought we didn't want to hear? Yeah, it was like called Closure or something like oh, that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. the one he started. They they called him name dropping, but he was really just you know expressing himself. Right, exactly. Um. Wow. Yeah. So, great album. I don't know Definitely. if I have too much more on it. No, yeah, that was it. That was it. Um, but just overall, like we said, a great album, great piece of work. Dreamville did a great job. Shout out to uh, Elite. He is the executive producer. Already put out great music, man. Age, age Sex Location. Check it out on your DSPs. Yes, sir, make sure you get that. We're going to move on. Nav, he dropped Angels, or sorry, Demons Protected by Angels. It's a weird kind of name, but <laughs> it's here, guys. Yeah, so um, I, I I didn't get to finish this. I heard a few songs, maybe like halfway through. But uh, you know, talking to you in pre-production, you you had high praise for you know your first couple of listens from the album. So how are you feeling? I always have high praise for a Nav album. Um, the ones that we talked about not really hitting are the ones that I really didn't listen to like that. But this sounds great from the intro. He kind of had a calmer approach. It wasn't all about drugs the way, you know, his past music is just centered around, you know, like marijuana and codeine um, <clears throat> and pills, things like that. It's it's not like that every single song. He's got Babyface Ray on here. The track with Bryson Tiller's on here. It doesn't sound. Uh, oh, wow, Kari, you didn't hear the Bryson track. We didn't hear Bryson's solo track. Didn't he drop a track this week? Damn. Oh, my gosh. To. Let me try to. Yeah, I for sure didn't hear that. Yeah, let's let's we could find out if Bryson dropped. But while we're doing that, yeah, there's a lot of tracks on here. This is 19 tracks, 52 minutes. But I think it's a good listen. I'm seeing some of us uh, in the friend group that have already listened to the music. Uh, shout out T-Ron. But um, I think it's a good tape. I'm downloading it. I'm keeping it. I've gave it a full listen. Um, yeah, you should give that a full listen. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna I'm a definitely get to it. And like I said, the songs that I heard, they sounded okay. You know, he sounded like the 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 old Nav that we know and are used to. So I'm gonna definitely check it out. Uh, the name, like you said, definitely is is kind of crazy. But the the cover art and everything is cool. Um, and the features, like I said, I'm excited to hear that Bryson song. I know he had Uzi on there. You said Babyface right. Ray was on there. As Uzi's well. on here a few times. Gun is on here. Uh, you see Gun on there. Yeah. Future, Travis Scott, Lil Baby. Let's see, Realist K, Babyface Ray, uh, yeah, that one with Dirk. Future, I really love that one. Um, it's Don Tolliver and Future. I think it's like number six, one time. Uh, I can't, I can't remember it. I really like that one. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, it. I'm yeah. gonna have to play it again. That one sounds nice. All right, man. Um, this is a good album. Check that out too. This wasn't a bad music week. I, I wouldn't actually. It's been a minute since we've came in and actually had to get on an album for it not living mm-hmm. up to standard. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I like this one. We can go ahead and move on. Uh, Yeet. Yeet's tape finally dropped. Yeah. Life. We've been hearing about this Yeet guy for a minute. Um, we've, we've been actually on him for the, for the last 
couple of few months, I would actually say. Yeah, for sure. I'd say maybe six or seven months ago, something like that. I had been hearing a lot of buzz about him. Somebody had sent me a DM about him. And then I sent it to y'all. And I was like, all right, this guy's catching wind. Um, fast forward. He's blowing the fuck up. I don't I'm not even trying to say it like I put people on. I don't listen like that. Mm. But um, you played this tape for me. This sounds great. I wouldn't even be into this type of music or this this subgenre of rap to find that he's killing it in this subgenre right now. Yeah. But because he's at the forefront right now, he's here. It sounds great. Yeet is just on fire, bro. Like you said, the, the timeline, like you said, um, within the last six months, maybe even going back to the start of the year, I would think, because I think he dropped the project like first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the that's the one right before or the day before that project dropped is when somebody told me to, okay. to tune in. Perfect, perfect. But uh, since that point, bro, I've been listening to Yeet more and more, like you said. Uh, I remember he also, like Drake, kind of co-signed him in that same time as well. Might have been why. That might have been why. He had started to blow up. Right. So people just been saying his name. He, he's getting the features. Uzi's on, on this album. You know, so I've just been hearing a lot. Uh, he dropped a song that I liked. It was called like Rich Minion in the last few months as well. Like I just been seeing more and more about his name. Listening to his albums, bro, he has such a unique sound, a unique voice where he can like get in between little pockets in the beat in a song. And he's it's got a lot like, of energy. It's like, bro, he's different. Like. Yes, it's not our average hip hop, rap, whatever sure genre. I don't even know. I don't even know what to call his genre of music. Like it's it's rap, but I don't like today's. It's just so turnt. It's just a lot of energy, yeah, man. Like, it's I, turnt. I don't know what to call it, but I like it. Like his album sounds really good. It's high energy, like high energy. Is the beats like? It's almost like rock mixed with hip-hop kind of like it's it's weird but it sounds i don't know how they do it but it sounds great if there was one word and this is going to sound odd that i had to use to describe his music turbo (laughs) turbo turbo facts no it sounds like uh shit guitar hero that's what (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, did you just try to rhyme turbo and hero no i'm just saying like no no i heard the way you said it the way i pronounced it for sure (laughs) Turbo Hero. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but no, nah, like... Robert De Niro. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero. Ooh. You feel me? Uh, uh, Robert Shapiro. <laughs> the Sopranos. Uh, but no, nah, bro, the music just, it sounds great. Like you said, the the energy is a reason why, like, I like it so much. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's just, it's different, bro. Like, it's nobody that you can compare his sound to. Um, I think he's from Portland, but he's like in the L.A. area mix. So they kind of call him like an L.A. artist, whatever. But I thought he was from Canada. I think he's from Portland. Oh, I, I okay. Don't know. Like I said, it's still so much to to learn about Yee, bro. Who knows? But uh, I'm fucking with the music. I definitely think you should try it out if you never heard Yee before. Definitely tap into this album. It's called Life. About twelve songs. Like it's only like thirty, forty minutes. It's a good listen, man. I, I love it. It's definitely something you can play in the gym. That's what I'm gonna do. Um. So yeah, Yeet. Uh, it looks like he's from. He was born in Cali, but he's from Oregon, like you said. Okay. Yeah. So I was. I was wrong. Whatever. It's all good, bro. Yeah. Whatever. Are we ready to get out of here, man? <laughs> yeah, we can. All right. Let's move into new singles. Coyla Ray. She had been teasing a song called "Fly Shit" for maybe the last two months. Mm-hmm. 
when you're teasing a song for two months, you know you got one on you. I had sent this to the guys, and I was like, all right, y'all. She got one. The song's dropped. It's called Fly Shit. I think she's got one. She definitely had one that I, that she's been sitting on, like you said, for, for months now. Uh, just playing it, you know, TikTok reels. She just kept playing it. You kept sending it. I'm like, yeah, bro, I like it. I like it. I like it. But I needed to hear the full song. Right. Hearing the full song, I text you. I was like, she got one, bro. You, you hit me before I had even heard <laughs> yeah. the song. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, this is one. It's just the whole flow, the whole course. She got those catchy lines. You know, she was talking about bucks like Giannis. Two-tone um, coloring in truck. Come on. Feeling like Giannis. I get bucks. Come on now. Yeah. The, the, the trunk in the front. Come on now. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, left wrist busting it look like a blunt. Come on. <laughs> Shut down the mall, get whatever I want. You know, just has those catchy lines where you know that shit is gonna trend. People are gonna be, you know, those are Instagram to captions. Yeah, bro. Like everything we just said was an Instagram caption. Um, f- foreign riding the form, my trunk in the front. <laughs> left wrist busting it look like a blunt. Yeah. Shut down the mall, get whatever I want. <laughs> That's definitely one right there. Feeling like Giannis, I get bucks. Oh my, she has like six different Instagram lines in here. Yeah, bro, niggas gonna be getting that shit off for, for the rest of the year. Yo, don't copy me, all right? I'm t- I'm keeping those and I'm tucking them away. I'm using <laughs> Coil Ray lines, and if any nigga comments under my shit and says, "Nigga, is that Coil Ray?" I'm blocking you. <laughs> we definitely deleting that shit. I'm oh not getting your shit, boy. I'm definitely hiding your comment. You are not getting no pin <laughs> caption, boy. Get out of here. Imagine comment. Oh my gosh! Imagine somebody calling you out. Imagine if you had a really, really hard like Doja Cat line or Look, something like that. That and, shit would really be annoying because mostly, and, and I know same for you. Mostly, my captions are rap lyrics. Oh, all of my captions are rap lyrics. Like, have always been since day one. So like, if somebody jump in my captions, like, oh, I know who that is. Bitch, get out of my fucking comments. I don't need you telling on me because I'm not quoting this shit. I mean, but if it comes from the like, it's just it, it depends on who it comes from. I know what you mean. If it comes from a, a woman artist, it may, you know, from, from the masculinity side, it may hit a little different. Like, what if it was like Ice Spice that you had quoted? Mm. I'm a munch. <laughs> Look at this nigga. He a munch. He a munch. Are you okay with a woman calling you a munch? I'm not. I don't even know. Can you define munch? What is munch? Yeah, like the same way that, you know, when a girl is around only for oral sex. So niggas call her an eater. Mm. That's a male eater. You munch. Kind of like a bop. Nah, bop is like a. I thought a bop was someone that bops in between different niggas. Yeah, like always no. hopping from one nigga to, N- to no, the no. No, a eater is like say like I don't like this girl. She's only here for for dick sucking. Mm. She's only here for head. Like. I call her up. She comes over, does her job. She goes home. If I got her riding around the car, we might be around all day. But like, I don't fuck with this girl. She's here to give it. A munch. She's an eater. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you thought I was feeling you? <laughs> that nigga a munch. Nigga munch. <laughs> okay. Learn something new every day. Like she used him for oral sex. Now get the fuck out of here, you munch. So like munched on me and and get the fuck away. Another question. So even though that term is kind of derogative, you know, and it's kind of like putting down a person. In the end, that person is still kind of winning. Yeah, you eating pussy. 
Okay, I'm just I making mean, sure I'm understanding. It. I don't. I'm not. You're not calling me a munch though. Like I'll never be a munch. If, if I absolutely not, I was never the munch type. No, never. <laughs> Stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> um, now I'm not saying we're not munchers, but <laughs> but I'm not no fucking munch. All right, <laughs> not a fucking munch. Right. Um, but yeah. Where was I? I, I got distracted um, with Ice Spice. Nah, yeah, we was talking about Coyle Ray. No, like, but I was saying like if, if a, an artist captions. Um, if your caption was from Ice Spice is where you was, where you was getting to. Yeah, you can't have the fly-ass Nicki line and then somebody comment and be like, nigga, did you just quote Nicki Minaj? Right. Now I got to pull my shit down. Yeah, bro. Please don't do that, bro. If you see, <laughs> if you see our captions and you see they some rap lyrics... Just let that shit be. Just like it. Put some fire emojis on our shit or something. Nigga, is that scissor? Like, Did scissor say that? Nigga, I'm having a good day. Shut the right. fuck up. <laughs> good day. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch. Niggas be hating. Okay. But yeah. That's funny though. All right. Uh, are we ready to go on? Yeah. Moving on. Um, another song that we heard. YG dropped alone. Another um, another single from his upcoming album that's dropping on the 30th. It's called I Got Issues. YG's, YG's pretty good. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, bro. The song we talked about him. I think the last part we talked about how he's never put out bad music. He doesn't miss. He never puts out bad music. This song alone is another representation of how great of an artist YG is and has always been. I think I said this on a, either the last part or a couple pods ago, and I mean it. He's one of those artists that. Music wise and the business of music and how to make music work, what's needed to make music sound good. He's got it figured out. Yeah, bro. He's definitely figured out the formula. He's had it figured out for some time now. Right. Maybe since 2014 or 15. Mm -hmm. After my crazy life, um, he was like, oh, all I need is one hit. (laughs) <laughs> this to, to run the album I need one little piece of controversy I need this to get in the news yep. I need to roll this out the week before now. the business behind it he's got it all settled so yeah, when, when YG's gonna drop YG's just gonna fucking drop and it's gonna sound good yeah, you couldn't be more right like you said uh, he, he definitely took you know the trials and tribulations because we told y'all it took a minute for YG to really pop a minute that's one of those stories of Consistency. That nigga Facts. been around since 07, 08. Facts, bro. And then, like you said, once he finally got his time, he learned from the business. He built those relationships. He got in those uh, buildings. And, you know, he understood what it took. And from that point, like you said, from My Crazy Life, which was 2015, mm-hmm. I believe. 2014. 14 or 15. So- 13 or 14. Now I'm thinking about it. I think okay. it might be 14. Gotcha. But, but since that point, like you said, bro, he has been consistent and putting out great albums. Always has those hits that ring off. Like we said, Big Bang. 14. Was yeah, it was 14. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it, man. The album comes out September 30th. It's called I Got Issues. He dropped a song a few weeks ago. It's called Toxic. This one was called Alone. And then he's actually going to throw that one with uh, J. Cole and Moneybag, the scared money that dropped. Do it. Fuck it. No, Come on, do bro. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, so do it. The album's going to be great, man. I, I'm definitely looking forward to, to YG. I can't wait to hear that. Look at us. Like, there's certain rappers that we're just fans of. Yeah. So, like, I threw the cape on just now. Mm-hmm. There's certain niggas where the album has a track that's a year and a half. Uh, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God. He did that. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Nah, that but, one was first quarter, though, I believe. I know, but still yeah, yeah, shit like that. There'll mean, be people yeah. like, oh, the track from eight months ago. Like, really? You trying to run those numbers up? YG did. I was like, 
Oh my god, it sounds great. Yeah, put yeah. put it out, man. That's a banger though. That one was definitely a banger. So either way, whether it was a few months or a year ago, I can understand why you would put it, you know, on the the album like you said. No cap, I, I do need to take this cape off though. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> I, I might have to keep it on. I or I don't usually cape for this guy at all. I've been waiting to see Roddy Rich make a return. I've been waiting to see Roddy Rich uh, drop some good music. We played this track, I think, on Saturday, too. Roddy Rich is dropping good music. He uh, dropped a track called Ghetto Superstar featuring G. Erbo and Doughboy. This sounds good. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like you said, uh, you know, since the, the second album, you know. He's been receiving flack. Got a flack, you know, people, is it a sophomore slump, things like that. So, um, you know, he, he took some time off, deleted his socials, things like that. He, he stopped dropping the snippets. And like you mentioned, we were kind of like, man, what's what's next for Roddy Rich? Like, where is he going? What's the music going to sound like? Um, but I agree with you. Like, this is one of those songs that kind of, you know, put me back. Like you said, put the K back on. It's like, OK, right. OK, Roddy. I like the way you sound on here. Gerbo, I love his feature. His verse on there was crazy. These features are never questionable, either Gerbo or Doughboy. Yeah, man, like they—they they just it was like the perfect match, the perfect match for those three. But uh, but like you said, Roddy Rich sounded great. He he has the chorus and a verse, obviously, and um, he just owned the song, man. Like I just I have nothing bad to say about the way or the direction that they took with that song. And the thing is, when somebody's back is against the wall, when you play a track, you're looking for something to not like already. So you can write the track off. And unfortunately, that's just how ears are set at a certain point. There was nothing you can sit there and be like, nah, nah. Track was great. Chorus was great. Hook was great. Melody was great. Um, Well, this is a rap song, so not not too much melody. But you know what I mean. Um, Lyrics were great. Nothing bad to say. Hope we get more good uh, Roddy Rich. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's, he'll probably come first quarter of next year. I don't think uh, he's going to drop a project this year. Maybe not. Um, he hasn't said anything, so. That's a good time for him. First quarter next year, you think? Yeah, he, he hasn't dropped all this year. Mm-hmm. He can relax this year. And and drop in a point in time where he's big enough to have all the shine. Okay. Because and he'll be by himself. Yeah, because there's not going to be too many people that drop coming in the first quarter of next year as well yeah and if we make it out of this year without a hip-hop album from drake i'd stay the fuck out of the way for uh for the early second quarter for sure or the end of the the end of the first quarter that that march april mayish drake air like time mm-hmm. if he doesn't drop anything by the end of the year i'd stay the fuck out he's dropping next year <laughs> um Damn it, I don't always do this. That was all you this time. You think he's on do we have more Drake rap coming soon? He hasn't dropped Drake rap since Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think this year though. I'm thinking next year. The time the time period that I'm I'm yeah, thinking about. I would I would say so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Views two? Headass. Views two. Hell no. Why do rappers not give us a two? Like the big rappers never give us a two. Some of them don't need to be touched most of the time. A couple of Drake's albums can be done over. Like, it ain't that good. <laughs> I mean, he should have did it, like, back then. Like, now it wouldn't make sense. Like, a Take Care 2. Oh, now, no, 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 no. You don't touch that one. We can get even more life. <laughs> even more life. <laughs> yeah, like, just have his son on the cover yeah, of it. Facts. Or Views too. That would be cool. That would definitely be cool. You can't touch that one either. No. 
Mm-mm. I'm just thinking like from that point, his impact on Toronto has grown so much more since views dropped. Scorpion too. That'll work. Komodo dragon. <laughs> I was trying to think of some other deadly shit. Ooh, right. snake. <laughs> snake too. Rattlesnake. Red touches. What is, which is which is the bad one? Ooh, red touches yellow. Mm. Oh, you're a dead fellow. My bad. Let me get not the catchphrases, bro. Let me stop. Let me stop, man. Uh, but I did see before we move out of songs, Bryson Tiller did drop his song. It's called Outside. We didn't get to hear it, so we'll definitely you know play that and we'll talk about it on the Thursday part. Man, I'm actually anxious to hear it now. Me too. Man, what if he went? Well, he couldn't have gone crazy. I didn't hear anyone talk about it. How did he sound on Nav shit though? Good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hook type shit. Oh, just a hook. I believe so. Okay. I, I have to. I have to run this shit back again for sure. Um. <clears throat> But let's get into the news. Over the weekend, we saw some crazy shit happening in L.A. Um, We saw a man land dead on the ground. I saw him actually before they got covered up because somebody had posted a bird's eye view from an apartment as they were telling the story. Um, But you didn't you don't see the actual event happen. What happened was Sauce Walker was outside in L.A. and someone tried to steal his chain. Things transpired afterward, and the man that stole his chain ended up dead. To which that same day, that same night, Sauce Walker posted something on Instagram as in uh, a story. And he was saying something to the effect of, I need everybody to know this and what's going on uh, about the guy dying. Because rap is one of the most dangerous careers to ever be in. And everybody don't go. He's saying, like, everybody don't go for that bullshit when you're trying to take his chain. He was like, I don't go. And he was talking about how it was unfortunate that the man died. Um, <clears throat> to which, afterward, someone else, another rapper, he, he was popular a few years ago, but he's not super popular. Um, he came out and made a video, and he said, no, no, that's it's not, it's not what happened, Sauce Walker. What had happened was someone tried to steal Sauce Walker's chain and, you know, they got him to fuck off of there, you know, like, and then the guy went and tried to steal another person's chain, like a pimp. The pimp blamed him. Hmm. Really? So then it kind of seemed like a case of why did you make it seem like you did it? But the first video, he never said he did it. So is it, I'm saying I didn't, I mean, I never said I didn't do it just in case someone confirms that I didn't do it and I need to save face? Or was I really just trying to educate people because I didn't do it? Um, Maybe the first one, he, he didn't. He didn't think it was going to come out that, that he didn't do it? Yeah, I would I would think so. Because, um, you know, I love Sauce Walker, bro. Definitely. Is, uh, I love Sauce Walker. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's a talented artist, great businessman. Definitely has, you know, a great and, rags, rags from Richard story, bro. Like, he's getting it. And a legend in the city of Houston. Absolutely. As, as people from Texas. Absolutely. Love Sauce Walker. Um, but he's somebody that's known to do a lot of social media shit, you know? A lot of talking, but I mean, he gonna line them fights no, up too. Fact, no, but so he gonna, he gonna line like, all that he, shit up behind it. He's about his shit, mm-hmm. but he do he does a lot of trolling, talking on social media as well. So I say that to say, in this case, 
maybe this was one of those situations where it's like I can capitalize from this or off this because I did have an encounter with this man. I did. He did try to take my chain. Right. He did die right after that. So I'm not I lying. I didn't say I killed. Right. So right. I'm not lying. You know what I'm saying? So there's ways around this, I'm sure. But I made some implications. I implied some things. Right. I didn't pop, bro. All right. But he's dead. And he did try to take my chain. I did have an encounter with this man. And what I will say is, even the rapper, even the rapper that told on, on the story not mm-hmm. being true, they felt Sauce Walker because a couple of hours after it, they issued an apology for even airing that to Sauce Walker. They issued an apology to Sauce for even saying <laughs> even saying that. Maybe he didn't know who Sauce Walker was at first. No. Some, somebody let him know. <laughs> he said, oh, that nigga really get down like that? No, he knew. I'm going to send my apology out right now. He knew. He knew. Nah, yeah, that, nah, that's weird. Who's the, who's the, who's the artist? Kid Boo. His name's Kid Boo. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever remembered him. He was like one of those in the emo rap phase. Like he was going through. He was one. The nigga that said he had a clone. Nah, I don't remember what. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. You shouldn't. You shouldn't remember him. It was, it was a nasty era. A lot mm-hmm. of you guys are just fucking crazy. That little Zan <laughs> era. Yeah, that was crazy. That's just a, a wacky era, man. Yeah. Um. I'm glad we got out of there. It was uh, it was looking kind of ugly for a while. Rap was, you know, the KOD era is what I like to call it. The J. Cole era when he dropped that shit. It that, was kind of weird. That is the KOD era. Emo rap is the KOD era. It was kind of weird, but we was like, where, where are we going with this rap shit? And it kind of came and went. That era was led by men that are dead now. The only one that's, the only two that ran that era that are still alive, I would say, are Lil Uzi Vert and Trippy Red. The other two, the ones that I would say are the real leaders of that movement, because Uzi came up before the emo era. He kind of just was making emo music, too, and became like the king of that shit. Mm-hmm. is gone. Juice World is gone. Those are the, the pillars of that. Yeah. Um, it Juice World the most as just like a, a a representation of what what was to come out of that that type of music, but X manifested it too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm glad we're out of that fucking era, man. We're back to real rap. <laughs> I, we were talking about how we wanted if we would ever get back to the real lyrics. If mm-hmm. if people would appreciate it, and then we started to say, yeah, those kids are kids now. They're gonna grow up. They're gonna start to appreciate the realness in music. Gary, they're doing it. Look at them. It's taking some time, but we get we're getting back there slowly. I'm proud of you, little niggas, man. Because <laughs> a few years ago when we started the pod, we were scared of what you niggas were gonna do to this genre, bro. Because even like having to like talk about those things, because I wasn't really like fucking with it. So it was even hard for me to even have like conversations about yeah. it. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on here. I don't understand it. I don't like these artists. You know, I'm not feeling it. So it was even hard to pot. Now, even the younger artists that aren't our styles even still have a little bit of lyrical mix right. because they need it now for right. for politics or for, for commercial. For sure. Commercial is lyrical again. Oh, yes, I fucking love you. Oh, I didn't trust you little niggas at first. Yes. Bring it back, man. Thanks, bro. All right, let's do this. Are we out of are we out of news? I mean, not news. Uh, we're out of songs. We're in news. We just left Sauce Walker. O Block. 
This is a crazy story. So Oblock has officially been purchased. The Chicago, uh, the the legendary, the historic um, Southside Chicago Parkway Gardens, also known as Oblock, where a lot of the rappers that you've heard from, it might be on Twitter, I'm not sure. Um, a lot of the rappers that you've heard of, King Vaughn, Dirk, Chief Keef, um, even down to politicians, politicians' wives, Michelle Obama, a lot of people grew up and were raised in the Parkway Gardens. Um, but you know, it's it's been known for a lot of you know gang activity, mm-hmm. drug activity these days. Right. So um, people have been doing whatever they can to make sure that 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 apartment or that project, whatever you would like to call it, got purchased and uh, got demolished, and they succeeded. It's been purchased and it's set for a demolition in 2023. Yeah, so this is like a bittersweet thing here because, of course, uh, we know the history of Oblock, like you said, from all of the artists that have came from that era. Um, you know, they talk about their hometown. They talk about, you know, all the times that they had there. So we know that that's important to them. But like you said, over the time, Oblock has just become like something a place that is not safe it's just danger and people try to go there you know six nine went there there's other like celebrities that have posted up there and it's like it's like a, a statement oh i'm on O block i'm not scared of nothing i'm about that shit and it's just like bro that shit is really lame i hate when y'all do that i hate when six nine went there i hate when everybody go to O block to try to make a point i'm like that shit is dumb you will get killed out here yeah especially now and niggas that are doing that, they taking pictures outside of the old block gates. Um, they're not in the old block. I was like, say, you don't even go all the way. I'm about to say you're not. You're not in there. You're not in the Parkway Gardens. Um, but yeah, like unless you're really there on a mission to pay respects to King Vaughn, you want to take real, like you want to leave flowers, you want to actually take that picture outside of his mural, or something like that. I wouldn't just stop and be caught there. Um, it's not the safest place. You know, I'm not saying it's just going to go down for you as a tourist right mm-hmm. there, but it's, it's not the place you want to hang out. Um, there was also a report that every single resident inside of there is going to be relocated. I don't know the plans for relocation, but that's that's the thing that I hate. You know, now you're taking people away from their homes. Facts. But I but I, I understand and I get it. You know, you want to make the, the city, the town, the, the county, the area more safe. Rebuild um, it. Rebuild but, it, but yeah, when you when you take people out from the only place that they know, like rebuild it, it's almost inhumane to a point. I understand purchasing it, renovating, rebuilding, the purchasing the demolition. Like I didn't even like it when people got brooded out of their homes for for the Cowboys Stadium. Like you, I and in that pet like in that position, they were buying people out. Like that, that's completely different. Mm-hmm. They're buying people out, and people didn't want that fucking money. They wanted to stay where there was people that were old as fuck. All right. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's the relocation part that that really does something to me. Just because you know, some people grew up there. That's some people's homes. Even we're thinking about them as projects or as apartments because we're younger, um, and and we see a lot towards our life moving forward. There are people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s in those apartments that are going to be relocated somewhere. And all of these people 
that have been seeing the same people forever, they're not moving to the same block. They're not going to relocate these niggas to the same blocks for fucking convenience. It's not, there's not an open entire housing building that all of them are going to be moved to. They're going to be spread the fuck out. So it's, it's, it's shit like that. No, I feel that, bro. Um, I remember Dirk tried to purchase it. I guess that just didn't get, uh, taken care of i know they tried to get michelle obama to purchase it i knew michelle wouldn't purchase an o block like come on now um o block and the o stands for obama no cap i don't really think it stands for obama block but uh definitely not (sighs) sucks yes unfortunate yeah like i said unfortunate bittersweet situation there but uh you know, hopefully it works out. Hopefully they have a plan within the city to maybe bring some good out of that situation. Um, but but I get you, bro. I get you when when you're saying you're taking people from the only places they know. Like you said, there, there's grandparents that's probably been there their entire lives, have never left that area, and now they have to be relocated to a different place. Um, so you hate to see it, but um, one thing I will say, like I said, there's been a lot of violence that has been, you know, from that area. So hopefully with this, at least... It eliminates that part of it, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, it's still a little gentrification-y for me. Yeah, yeah, which is, uh, I'm glad you said that because that brings Very me to. gentrification-y for me. That brings me to just another topic, though. But, um, I, yes, you're right. I get you, gentrification. But what is it with us, when, you know, claiming a block or an area where it's like, you know, niggas are really out here dying in old block and all this, and it's like, bro, we don't even own. I get that. We don't own this this land, this area. You know, I know that's that's all we know. That's where we come from, but it's like people are really dying for this block that don't love you back. You know. I mean, I get the claim in the block part. Um, it's it's just for me with the gentrifying thing that. There's all white neighborhoods that they don't fucking want us in. And that there's specific, not guidelines, but there's specific economic things for specific regions and specific neighborhoods that are designed for us to not be able to make it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's on the other side where we could just completely gentrify the neighborhood and just tear it the fuck down <laughs> and just build a white community there. Right. Or just... Mix it all the fuck up. I, I, I'm. We can. I'm all for integration. I'm not saying we should be segregated, but uh, yeah, that's 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 what I meant. Now the claiming yeah. blocks, um, we've always we've always got that. Like we, are, Carl, you have you have blocks tatted on you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, have your, you have your you have your block tatted on for you. For sure. That's um, all I know. But but yeah, claiming the claiming the blocks that we don't own thing that always is one of those things that. We'll, we'll claim the block and then we get down to the root of it and it's like well who owns this block i don't own this block mm-hmm. i'm dying for this block man like this is my block but this is not my block i had this conversation with myself last week thinking about blocks like mm-hmm. um yeah because it's one of those things that i was i was watching like a gang documentary um it's one of those things that sometimes it takes like a someone someone in that lifestyle a long time to finally come to that that, that realization that realization and once they do they're like damn i've been fighting for my block my whole life and this block don't even pay me 
It don't I get paid on this block, yeah. but it don't like it's not my block. It don't love me, and I have nothing to show for it when it's all said and done. I don't own it. Like yeah, yeah. like this house belongs to somebody else. They could take this from me. They yeah. could take this whole fuck. They could take me off this whole fucking block. Yeah. It gets deep. Yeah, I just wanted to pose that question because I think about that a lot too. Like, yes, I I get it though, because um, we have to be from somewhere. We have to, you know, rep something. I, I understand. We don't. We don't. I'm not saying. Something. I'm not saying like on a gang culture on the violence. I'm just saying like you are from where you're from. Like we have no choice. Uh, correct. Within that, um, I was saying you don't have to rep it. I mean, as long as it's not on no gang shit, you can rep where you come from. I'm saying like when niggas get to the point where it's like I don't like you, I'm beefing with you because you're not from where I'm from. That's why I'm saying that's where it gets dumb. And it's like, what are we really repping here? You don't own nothing here. Man, we've done it before. Me and you? Yeah. <laughs> why you always snitching? <laughs> I'm bro, I have grown a lot in my life. I don't gangbang anymore. Headass. You know what I'm saying? I'm a reformed man. And you keep bringing up my past. Street ask. <laughs> You keep bringing up my past, man. You put your flag down like Quando Rondo? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I didn't put my flag down. That nigga said. <laughs> but I got my wings when I got out. This nigga said, I am not a neighborhood <laughs> no more. It doesn't work like. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You, you think he's out yet? No, he's never going to be out. <laughs> you can't pay no hefty fine to just get out, bro. And even and even if he thought he was gonna get this one DP out, after he did what he did, they were like, "Nah, you don't even get it." No, no, we're not DPing. It's a couple of DPs waiting on me, <laughs> not just one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, yo. <laughs> Nothing, bro. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Moving on. All right, man. Let's let's move on. Um, I really want to get more information before we talk Ray J and, and, right, cool. and the Kardashians. Yeah. But the, the only thing that that I will ask you before we do it is, Car, this sex tape was fake. Yeah, man. I thought we had kind of talked about this a little bit previously. No, I don't. On the pod. Yeah, because remember uh, we had talked about when Kanye had you know so for their new season of keeping up with the Kardashians we had talked about when Kanye that episode when he had met with Ray J supposedly and got the tapes got the computer got the second tape I thought that was I thought there was supposed to be an alleged second tape well there is apparently there's something but but from that point on I thought we were in agreement like this was fake there was a contract there was a, just a lot of shit going on at least that's how I thought maybe maybe you thought differently but from that point on, I was like bro this is fishy there's there has to be something going on here there were some contracts that were signed like something happened here it wasn't just a sex tape that just got out like no we planned this so now Ray J is actually spilling all of the beans and like I said we're not gonna get into the full thing because I don't have all the info we're just getting into those is this real fake stuff he has the the actual documents signed from way, way back when. I don't know if that's 06, 07, whatever it is, mm -hmm. that they made a sex tape. And then Chris was like, this isn't going to be the, the one that really does it for the people. I need you to re-record it. And they re-recorded a second one. They have the names of all of them documented and the name of the actual company that filmed it. Yeah. Ray J not playing. They didn't leak a sex tape. They dropped the sex tape. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. This was all planned. 
This is not some Pamela Anderson shit. Mm-mm. This is some recreate Pamela Anderson shit. They they were we thought that from here on out everyone was looking at the Kim K platform on leaking one. They were studying the Pam Anderson one. And they did it better. Absolutely. <laughs> they I, they, they it, orchestrated they it. I was going to say, they did it way better Pam, than she could have ever imagined. Pam leaked. Yeah. That shit was orchestrated. <laughs> I would be mad as fuck, too, especially if Kim Kardashian's career went to those heights. And Ray J's, of course, is he's A-list, but... He's not a billionaire. He's not a billionaire. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, just over the time, like you said, there's there's always been a lot of backlash that Ray J has gotten from that situation compared to Kim. Like Kim took off and exploded. It's like people forget about that when we discuss her, but when we discuss Ray J, we always talk about the sex tape. Absolutely. He's she's so big that when people say something about the sex tape, she doesn't even have to reply anymore. When somebody says something about Ray J, She's she doesn't have to reply. You know how we talk about rap beef and they're like, yo, if you're the bigger artist, the way you one up the nigga is not even responding. If you respond, you lose. Yeah. She's so big, like as a like as opposed to him that she's on the just don't respond. That's crazy. That's where we've gotten, man, over the years. But yeah, you know, the Kardashians, bro, they're the worldwide, like they're billionaires. They're global figures the the entire family, absolutely all the way down to the children these days you know so it's they're, crazy they're just as big as the damn royal family which is wild yeah to even think that shit but yes we're gonna talk about them too because you can you even i mean i can name harry can you name any of the other ones from the royal family harry uh charles charles henry is henry which one is the king now Henry or Harry? One of them just took King, right? I don't fucking know, bro. See? See, look, I know. Uh, Harry's the one that left the family, right? That, I don't know. That, that married the black woman. Meghan Markle? I yeah. know Meghan Markle. I know Kylie, Kendall, Courtney, and Chloe, though. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know the. I, I know Brody. I know. The, I was just going to say the kids. All I'm the way say, down to the I'm kids. Say, nigga, I know the Jenners. The ones that don't even, ain't even on the TV show. Yeah, I know his sons. Yep. Her sons. Her her. Him, him, her. They, the, their son. Them sons. Them sons. Got you. They, okay. There we go. Yeah, I know them sons. <laughs> For sure. I know them sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They sons. No disrespect at all. I eat Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> I eat Wheaties, okay? <laughs> Fucking disrespect, nigga. I love the Olympics. <laughs> fuck are we talking about? And nice dresses. <laughs> fuck. The fuck. And heels. Yep, makeup and all. What'd you say? Huh? Did you say a cup? I said makeup. Oh, come on, bro. I was like, nigga, did you just talk about his titties? <laughs> no, bro. I would never. Did you just talk about them titties? Right. Not, not them titties. You're not gonna talk about them titties. Not, not they titties. Them, them they. Them. You gotta use the slash card. Them they. Them they titties. Got you. Okay. Yeah. For sure. All right, moving on. Uh, R. Kelly, another wild story. Do you have the actual headline to read? I do, I do. So it states $27,000 were seized from R. Kelly's jail commissary will be held for victims, leaving him with a jail balance of only $500. 
Yeah, so he already owes about $140,000 in fines that he doesn't have to pay. So um, even his music wages are being garnished towards his fines. But this is actual money to go towards his victims. He had about $27,000 in his commissary. He didn't have other money or else they would have garnished it and seized it from <laughs> there, Kari. Right. They garnished $27,000 of his noodle money. <laughs> this noodle nigga can't get Rice Krispie treats. No, nah, facts. I've never seen where it's gotten so deep, so evil, where we start, we pull your commissary. I've never seen a nigga with $27,000 worth of commissary. I mean, you know, niggas, niggas on the JPEG getting, getting the right fans, probably sending them shit too, but still. His, his shit is right. Now, nah, if I'm a fan, right. if I'm an actual fan, I'm mad as fuck if the government took the money I sent for this nigga to get his noodles with, though. I'm like, damn, commissary? That's all the nigga got. Hey, no. He, he has the food in the cafeteria. And they said, <laughs> you gonna eat that shit. And enjoy that $500. And just, food ain't in there, but <laughs> snacks, $2 and shit. shit. You got enough money to, you know, his commissary is good for the, to the years up. Unless this nigga just wants candies, cakes. And they said he getting fucked, so he's got to... <laughs> He's got to pay for for a lot of snacks in there. Sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put the they put the snack on his bed as soon as he got there, and he was like, "Ooh, Reese's, you dumb fuck." <laughs> this nigga ate it. Nigga came right in there and asked for it back. <laughs> well, if you don't have that, <laughs> uh, I have something else we could try. <laughs> Stupid. We could do this the easy way, or we could do this the hard way. Nigga Kelly. said, "I can get you your Reese's back." No, nigga, I want the Reese's I put on your fucking bed. <laughs> If you don't have that Reese's, I want that ass. <laughs> Next thing you know, this nigga calling home. It ain't. Sing it, nigga. My daughter wants to hear. It ain't nothing louder. It ain't. <laughs> Damn, R. Kelly, bro. You never think that should happen to you, huh? That's tough, bro. He facing 30 years. He bent kids over on camera, Kari. It's not tough. I mean, it's tough for the time. Nah, yeah, for sure he deserves it, bro. But uh, he never thought he was going to get caught. That's one thing I'll say about R. Kelly, bro. In my opinion, I think R. Kelly, after the first trial and where they let his ass get off. Invincible. He thought bro, he was he invincible. He probably thought he was never going to get in trouble again for this shit. Kari, listen to how he blatantly lied to Gail. That's stupid. Why would I do that? We don't know. But you did it, nigga. You're right. on camera pissing on a 15-year-old. Right. But think about that. You never thought you would get caught. He had more videos, Corey, <laughs> and didn't get rid of them. I don't think he knew where they were. Because, yeah, why wouldn't you get rid of them, bro? That's my thing. Like, why would you hold on to something like that where you know that shit could damage your entire life? They've, he probably, some of those those girls probably came of age and yeah, had videos and exactly, just held them. Exactly. As they should have. Yeah. Um, but just a dumbass, man. They should garnish twenty seven thousand dollars. <laughs> take that nigga wages, Take his bro. fucking noodles, bro. For real. Oh my god, this nigga don't deserve quick, <laughs> quick mac and cheese. He don't deserve a bitch ass thing, but jail time, nigga. This, nigga, this nigga's in jail. Thought he was gonna eat mashed potatoes. Nah, nigga, bro. get your ass in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That shit's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Twenty seven thousand though. Like I said, I've never, um, I've never seen it get that bad or that worse. Where you gotta pull. <laughs> From somebody's commissary. I just think like at a certain point it's like, all right, fuck it. We just we not gonna get that money. But that's really not having money. He don't have it. But they probably was looking at his, 
you know, total, like you said, it was like, okay, he has a lot of money. That's a lot of commissary for somebody that doesn't have either, like, doesn't have any money. Either that's fan money or they were like, all right, look, Robert. We got to take it, bro. You're going, no, I mean, like, before they took it, they're like, look, Robert, you're going to jail and they're going to start garnishing your wages. You're better off putting your money in your commissary because after you get out of jail, they give all your commissary back. But, um, <clears throat> you're better off getting out of jail, I mean, going to jail and putting the money that you have, the rest of the money from your bank in your commissary before they fucking take it from you and you don't have anything. Yeah. And he thought he was going to outsmart them niggas. And they took that shit too. They say, Alexa, play Whitney Houston. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Play Tuscan Leather so we can hear the sample too. <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, man. No chocolate factory for bro. <laughs> no, no, he getting some chocolate factory. Chill, bro. Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> that boy sucking and fucking. They got all flavors in that bitch too. Yuck! They putting Kool Aid packs on that boy lips. <laughs> That's disgusting, bro. <laughs> you know the picture like niggas no, get. I don't. My dad used to say shit like this about niggas in jail. Like <laughs> he used to say this like to not go to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh. Just because you know how niggas pin up shit on their wall. And you're right. like, yeah, like, niggas gonna put a picture on your back. Oh, my God. <laughs> and niggas, niggas put pictures on niggas' backs. Yeah. The nice little Playboy picture. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Like, this is not pin the tail on the donkey, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> Don't do the crime. You won't do the time. Hey, I only <laughs> needed to hear that shit one time in my life, man. Because that time stretches. And so does that ass. <laughs> you just be lobbying yourself, bro. I know, man. That shit's crazy. You gotta do it. Let's go ahead and move on. Murder Inc. docuseries part five. Yes, sir. The finale. Finale, man. It's over, man. This hurts. Man, nah, bro. I was really upset when, when that last episode came to an end. There's nothing else to watch now but Wu Tang. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay. 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 Bar, okay. Okay. All right. Part five is here. It started, I think, with the doors being kicked in or something like that. The the feds. Um, <clears throat> this is the episode of the Murder Inc. trial. The fraud cases, not the fraud cases. The the tax evasion cases, money laundering, money laundering, things like that. Still trying to tie uh, Irv and his brother in with. Supreme, the drug dealer, um, getting things back after the trial because, of course, they were acquitted. The resurgence of not Murder, Inc., but Irv Gotti. Um, the success of Lloyd as an artist. This was a lot. Um, this was bittersweet, but the ending was kind of sweet. Uh, you got to see him create tales mm-hmm. after every single episode of this show. I watched Tales right after it. Uh, Tales came on right after it. Glued to my seat after every episode. It's not the best acting, um, but that's what I enjoy about like Tyler Perry, BET. They give young black actors a chance to to work and grow, get their name out, actually get on TV, do their thing. But um, that's an Irv Gotti production, Tales. It's all his. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot packed into this part five. No, yeah, it was an amazing episode, like you said. So, um, you know, four kind of ended, like you said, with them explaining um as far as to why like the feds were coming this one kind of explained like 
okay, after the first indictment, then like the entire process of, you know, the court leading up into the trial, it was like a two or three year process, I think from like 03 to like the end of 05 right. type shit. Um, so that's what this episode just details. So it talked about, you know, all of the lawyers, everything that they went through with the case. Jog, um, Jog went to jail. Jog went to jail. Like everything that they were going on with, you know, with the, the lawyers, the government, the case, the trial, how... Murder Inc., um, he, you know, he was able to come back, re-sign Lloyd. They dropped the fucking hit song that we all love, You, with Lil Wayne. Absolutely. Get Goes it, shawty. Get like it, that. shawty. Like, you know, they were really trying to come out of the hole, it seemed like. Um, so they go to trial. They go through the case, all the proceedings. Meanwhile, Ashanti runs for the hills. She leaves. Ashanti didn't want any parts, you know, in that, like you said. So she was just trying to separate herself. She... She still had a successful career in her eyes, you know, after the whole situation with Murder, Inc. So she separated. She went. I don't even know where she went, but she was no longer part of Murder, Inc. Um, he really only had Lloyd. Um, and then, you know, they go into the, the court cases, like I said, and it's like, man, these guys are really fighting for their lives. So it's Irv Lorenzo, Irv Gotti, and his brother, Chris. They decide because the the uh the government tried to give them a plea they said that you know if you flip on supreme you'll get six months i think is what it was Mm -hmm. or if you go to trial you have the potential to face up to like 20 years i almost was it six months or were they getting out or was it was it maybe it was something i thought something that was six months but yeah basically yes they were gonna get off herb's family was begging him to take the deal him and his brother they were on the the tip of like look you got kids. You got kids. You'll fuck around and not see anymore. That you go away for for this 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 amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna ruin your business. You're gonna ruin your wife's life. You're gonna ruin your kids' life. Everything is gonna be soured. And it's to the point where Irv is like, I get that, but on this same tip, if I take this deal, I'll look over my shoulder for the rest of my life. I'll never I'll never be respected again. I'll I'll be a snitch. All right. Um. So they took the the young thug, gonna YSL mentality, and they said, "Fuck it, take it to trial." Fuck it, take it to trial. Hey, like I don't know what it was <laughs> like when they said that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, of course, I already knew the outcome, right? But I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, nigga, fuck it, take it to trial. Um, <clears throat> and they win, and they win. Yeah, they won. It took a lot of guts for that, though, like you said, because they. The, it comes like you come to learn, you come to find out that the government was actually building a false case against them, essentially. Like, yes, they had the people involved, like Supreme. They had shit built up on him. But the case, as far as like where the inclusion of, of Murder, Inc. Just pulling into the bullshit picture, together. They really just made it up. And they really had these guys, these two black men lives on the line for some shit that was completely made up. Yeah. When you really think about it. And on top of that. That was the downfall of Murder Inc. So yes, they win and they ruined it over over nothing. But they ruined Murder Inc. Like it's tarnished. Nobody would even like. Basically, he was blackballed. Irv Gotti ended up being like blackballed from the industry. All of his artists, except for Black Chris and Ja Rule, left him. He he talked about how, um, or was it Chris Black? Black Chris. Black Chris. Yeah, Black Chris and Ja Rule were really the only ones that stood beside him, and that's why he loves them so much to this day, because everybody else ran for the hills. Um, ja Rule was talking about how that's that's my brother. I would never leave him. Black Chris was on the tip that 
hey, yo, I'm from the streets. I had just got out of jail when you signed me. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm still in this street mentality of I can't leave my niggas now that the shit is thick. I got to stick with these niggas. Lloyd stuck with them. Right. Um, you just saw Lloyd fucking flourish after that shit. Once they, once they got things back together, his first album was on Murder, Inc., Every album after that was under Gotti, but not Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible, incredible, bro. Another thing with um, with Black Chris, like you said, just speaking more. Is it Black Chris or Black Child? Is it Black Child or Black? Both, Chris? both were were That's a part people. of the the okay. documentary, though. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But anyways, uh, just another you know quick fact about that. Like you said, people respect Irv so much. His friends respect him so much, you know, because he's really a great person. He's somebody who's really built this company, this music record label from ground bottom, right? So Black Chris, like you said, when everything was going on, when shit got thick, he stuck beside Gotti. So later on, when when Gotti is able to build Tales, Black Chris is able to star as a yep. play an actor. He has a role in this movie, or I mean in this show. So it's just like... Play the police officer, yeah. It's just and now it's full, case by case, yeah. uh, the episode. So he's not on every single one. But... um yeah, like he still gets multiple opportunities doing shit like that. Just a full circle moment where just like, you know, because he stayed down, because he stayed true to Gotti, like still to this day, this was 20 years ago when they first met. Still to this day, he's being blessed because of that relationship. I'm giving you work still. It's like some Kanye Cootie shit. Like I, I'm crazy. I'm going to bless this man forever now. It's that Cootie shit. I come back. I come back full circle, give you 26 M's. That's a, that's that's brotherhood. That's, that's love. <laughs> that's a brother. That's that's love, like you that's said. Love, man. Um, and it doesn't have to be twenty six million. The same way Kanye is able to do for Beanie, um, the same way Herb is able to do for Black Chris. It's mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, <clears throat> what else are we missing from this? That's pretty much it. Then what I can remember, uh, the the case, like we said, the the downfall of Murder Inc. How they got blackballed afterwards. Tales. Um. Leora Cohen, when he came back, he offered him a million dollars, which Irv said was bullshit. He turned that down and immediately got 11 with Universal. Mm -hmm. Why did Leora kept, like, what? He offered him one in the the beginning. Yeah. Then he said, you know, this this guy offered me blah, 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 blah. Then he came back and they gave him three. I don't know. Leora, he respected Irv. This is my opinion. They... They respected each other when it came to just the business side of things, but I think like personally, not friends. Yeah, bro, he really didn't like her, and he thought he was stupid. Yeah, Yeah, like he really did not like bro. So I I think when it came to that, he was just trying to fuck him and just like let's see if he'll really take this deal and ended up really just breaking that whole relationship that was whatever relationship that they had at that point and pretty much just broke it at that point. Yeah, and they don't talk too highly of each other these days. Yeah, we can go ahead and move on past that though. Are you ready? Yeah, uh, but just closing out, bro. Overall, like we said, that that docu series was great. That was incredible. That was incredible. It, it was so needed, man. It was great, bro. Five parts. Definitely check it out if you haven't, man. It's on BET. Um, I'm sure that you know, they'll be playing it like they play Baby Boy pretty soon. It's a part of hip hop culture that you didn't know you needed, and you need that. It's not talked about. Murder Inc. Irv Gotti, Ja Rule, Ashanti, Lloyd, they're washed over as it pertains to rap history and people talking about them and it's it's needed. That that was needed. 
So, uh, yeah, let's move on. Instagram. Instagram is testing reposts. Um, if you don't know what reposts are, if you have Twitter, I believe it's similar to the retweet. It says Instagram is gearing up to give users the ability to repost others, users, posts and reels. The social network confirmed to TechCrunch, although the meta owned company hasn't released the repost feature publicly yet. It plans to begin testing it with select users soon. What do you think? I honestly don't see the point of it. Um because this is reposting like an actual post. This is not, you know, we post on our stories and you, you can repost somebody's story, things like that. This is actual like photo posts, video posts, like they say, reels, things like that. Um, I don't see why that's necessary. We, if you don't remember way, way back when, Instagram used to have it. Remember? Yeah, there was a repost app that people used to use all the time. I used to fucking hate it. Yeah, me too. It was the most annoying thing ever and it looked ugly as fuck right and then it had like all the hashtags and shit repost from the app i was just like what is this it just was ugly as hell i don't understand like i don't want to get on my instagram page and see other people's content twitter is for like for things like that twitter is where you post non-picture content so if there's something else that you feel that someone said yeah you can throw that on your page because i feel that way Mm -hmm. I'm not posting somebody else's dump on my page. I don't even like now where it says this person and this person and it automatically links the post to your page. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to tag me in a video, it's automatically going to say Cash Kari and Roderick Taylor and it's going to be on my page too. I don't like that. Yeah, it's uh, that's called like the collaborator. So you can invite people. Y'all can collab on the post and it can be posted from no both, fuck you both pages type shit. No eat a dick. Um, but yeah, bro, I just I don't think this is necessary. That's not Instagram's platform. Like you said, the, it's whole, not. the whole repost shit like the stories is enough. We repost stories. We treat our stories like I get like Tumblr vibes from the stories of Instagram. So I think going to the repost this is will make it Twitter, bro, and that's just not what this platform is used for. I don't even want Tumblr vibes from Instagram because that's why we have Reddit now. <laughs> Shout out to the Reddit users. Shout out to the Reddit users. We need a Reddit sub. We need a subreddit community. Yeah. Um, but that's for there. Mm-hmm. I, we can even do reposting videos, reposting pictures, resharing things on Reddit, Facebook, things like that. It doesn't need to be on an Instagram timeline. And I think it looks tacky on a page for sure. Is it going to show up on the page? Who knows, man? Instagram is doing a lot of changes recently, though. Like, I, they're really fucking up the entire app. It's because TikTok got the, they, they're sweating. Mm-hmm. TikTok has Instagram sweating. They're losing their grip because there's a, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, and everything just about revenue and ad revenue. So there, it's just, it's really like a competition of who can produce the most revenue in those particular areas and like you said snapchat tiktok other places you know they're they're really killing instagram now, i don't know about snapchat are they killing instagram i don't know about snapchat now but. tiktok is fucking murdering everybody right now that's that's the that's the killer right now i'm just saying as far as like the ads i just see a lot of ads okay. on snapchat so that's why i wanted to include them there but i'm sure i'm sure they're in the conversation if you if you think about it and I hate just giving the sauce to everybody. And I really don't hate giving the sauce because it's for everybody. 
if you think about Snapchat, and I've even said this to you behind closed doors, when we think about our promotioning, uh, promotioning, our promotion and marketing schemes, when we talked about running ads on stories, of course, we talked about throwing them in on Instagram, but the main platform we talked about was Snapchat ads. Um, I would much more, I would much rather do a Snapchat ad than an Instagram ad because people flip right through the fucking Instagram ads. It's so based into Snapchat already that it's natural for you to see and hang on to an ad for a couple of seconds on Snapchat. Yep. So, um, ah, get some get some free game. I feel like I'm <laughs> fucking wallow. Um, do you have anything else on the Instagram post? Nah, man. Just uh, I'm hopefully they decide not to go through with that i'm not looking forward to that at all instagram is already doing too much with their um you know the algorithms and the way that their feet like we need to fix the damn feed i'm sick of the way that the feed looks oh it's never going back that's why they gave you the the tab at the top left for your favorites Favorites so i only look through my favorites now i don't i don't do the other shit yeah and when i run out of my favorites i get off i don't have time to scroll through a bunch of bullshit yeah that's smart yeah, so I have a, a list of favorites, and just to let you guys know, most of you are not in my favorites. <laughs> not in the close friends. Not even fucking close. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's still love. Yeah, I still love you guys. Just you're not in the close friends uh, or the favorites. But let's move on. Apple. There was a crazy Apple event. They announced an iPhone 14, an iPhone 14 Plus. Yeah. An iPhone 14 Pro, <laughs> an iPhone Pro Max 14, Max, whatever. A new watch. I'm gonna say some new AirPods. Everything, man. It's September. You know they do this every year. They yeah. do the big Apple event, the keynote. You know this is this is what we've been accustomed to since the the 2000s. I don't I don't know the first 2007, time. Six, six, six or seven. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say something six, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the event was like last Wednesday, Thursday, I can't remember. But yeah, they announced, you know, all of the new devices. And we watched a little video, a little, you know, compilation of everything, shows all, all the new shit. And, and Apple, once again, you know, they're innovative, adding a lot of new products, a lot of new shit. But the iPhone, I want to start there. This 07. I'm not, yeah, 07. Go ahead. I'm not too pleased with the, the iPhone. Like, it's not. I don't have to get that 14 right now. I'm looking at it in the features that I have saw for my life. I don't need the 14. Um, Unless I was getting the 14 Pro just for that new status bar and things looking good. They have the new uh, the front camera focus. autofocus. Yeah. There's things like that that you're going to get from that. Other than that. Nah, uh, shout out Apple. Shout, <laughs> um, click the link below. Make sure you uh, subscribe to Apple Music so you can get everything that we're playing here. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have nothing bad to say. Those are incredible iPhones, and they continue to advance. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm uh, unless our partners at Apple help us out. All right, send us one. Yeah, um, two. Yeah, t- two. Yeah, I got some homeboys. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll, yeah, I'm gonna we'll send some emails through. Yeah, we'll talk about um, it because there's a lot of ad revenue being generated through Rising Around Podcast. Um, and it's, never mind. Fuck it. We're making you guys some money over there. Um, 
I lost I lost where I was going <laughs> and I'm saying I'm I'm not gonna be the one getting the iPhone 14 unless you know what we were just talking about yeah man uh, right now the only reason I would get a new phone would be for the camera because um, you know they improve the camera every year and the 13 camera is crazy so I can only imagine the 14 camera being even more amazing i have the 12 though and the 12 is just perfectly fine like it gets the job done so that would be the only reason why i would think about getting the new iphone um and i have the 13 now so like i really don't need the 14 exactly i think if you have the 12 to 14 currently right now you're okay if you're like 11 and down then you may think about getting that 14 but outside of that man uh the airpods was another like thing where i'm like okay i need the pros i don't have the pros absolutely the The active noise cancellation how far they're getting the spatial audio that they're doing that's custom Mm -hmm. towards you type shit yeah yeah that new watch yep that's something that we don't talk about a lot because i know if y'all use apple music i know you see a lot of artists they have the spatial audio the the lossless so basically with the new AirPods, you'll be able to create and enhance your own experience of listening to your music in your own way each time that you put the headphones on. And somebody like me that likes to hear every little single part of the song, of the beat, of the melody, of the instrument, I'm like, oh, shit, nigga, that's right up my alley. And just so you guys know, uh, this is just a quick thing. Spatial audio, and I'm sure, of course, like Kari said, I'm sure you've seen it. It's a 3D audio technology that creates a more immersive sound space with compatible Apple products by using a dynamic head tracking for a theater-like experience. So they track your head. They track your head. Pretty much. That's fucking crazy. And you can hear it. You can hear it. You can hear the differences in the sound, at least for me. Like, I can hear when it's like a deeper sound to the music that apple says that with spatial uh audio sounds can be placed virtually anywhere in the hemisphere See so what I mean? so like, yeah so they you described it without even knowing what their angle was and that was their angle i was about to say because i don't even know what the fuck that means what yeah they, i don't what they just say you can, it, it's you can, what you said you can hear it in what <laughs> different <laughs> hemispheres <laughs> like what so like say like no matter what climate altitude wherever you were if you put those earphones gotcha. in it's going to sound exactly the same okay. if, you're, if you're at the top of Mount Everest. Okay. And that's amazing, bro. Like like I said, being able to create your own experience, your own sound. Basically, like putting, having a studio on wheels. Basically. basically yeah. You know, basically. That's amazing. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking at investing in some pros because um, I still have like the very first generation of the AirPods when they first came out. I need the pros. We both have an older generation of that watch. Now, that's something that I had been telling myself. Because I want a bigger face on the watch, number one. Yeah. But um, we, we have an older generation that they're way past our generation now. But my, my Apple Watch is still crazy good. But um, I'm going to keep this one, and I'm also going to get a new watch. That's Facts. I don't have the MacBooks, things like that in my uh, in my desire because mm. I've turned my iPod, not my iPod, my uh, iPad into a computer, basically. I have keyboard, pen, all that other stuff. But um, the watch, the AirPods, maybe in the future, one of those phones. Like I said, I got the 13, so I don't really need it right now unless you guys want to help us out, Apple. Um, <laughs> everything looked good at the Apple event. It yeah, looked great. Bro. They never look bad. Yeah, the event, they always kill it. You know, that's something that, like I said, we've just become accustomed to. We look forward to that every year in September. Absolutely. Because we know they're going to put on a show. And uh, once again, you know, this year, 2022, they put on a show. Definitely looking forward to, like I said, gaining some new, getting some new products here in the future. 
uh, definitely the watch. Like with me, my watch right now, because like you said, we have the older model. Um, but I really just use it to tell time and to track my workouts. So like that's why I'm like I want a new watch too, but like economically it don't make sense for me to spend eight hundred dollars on a fucking new watch just because I want a new face or whatever the case may be for myself. But eventually down the road, like I want to upgrade all my shit as well. Okay. Um, I'm I'm in the exact same range, but. I'm really just about making everything nowadays easier on myself. So, like, I want to completely, like, electric everything. Mm -hmm. So, like, from, like I said, the iPad to the phone to the watch, everything. I just want a new age myself. Um, Even to, like, I I don't know if you've seen it as my lights. Like, everything. Um, Everything controlled by the phone type shit. Digital. Yeah. Digital. Um, I feel that. And there's some things now on that watch that I just need to be able to do. I need that new watch. Gotta have it. For sure. Gotta have it. Let's do it, man. Let's cash out. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I've been in a couple of Teslas in the last couple of weeks. <sighs> One of those, that Model 3 is like the average car price now. Cash out, man. Nah. No, nah, I can't. I can't cash out on that. We, I gotta wait till we get that deal, Corey. <laughs> For sure, we get that deal. Like that's gonna be your first purchase. Yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah, probably. Fuck. Um, let's move on. Chick Fil A. They made some wacky comments. Um, I want to be able to actually go back and find it, but um, <clears throat> earlier last week or earlier this week, should I have said? Chick-fil-A responded to someone on social media asking if we're going to get grilled spicy nuggets. (laughs) And they said something to the effect of um, it was a black man that said it. (laughs) I should I should go on by by noting that that a black man said it. Right. Someone from Chick-fil-A's official account replied and said, your community will be the first to know. When we make it public. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Here, here it is, guys. <clears throat> All right. It says right here. A black man. Grilled spicy deluxe, but still no spicy nuggets at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A responded and said, your community will be the first to know if spicy items are added to the permanent menu, Don. I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Hello? <laughs> Your community. <laughs> what did you just call me? Hello? What did you just call me? Nigger what? <laughs> <laughs> Nigger, are you still there? Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> um, Nigger, can you hear me now? Social media erupted. I'm, I'm looking at, at some, some comments now mm-hmm. because when we saw it, it was on Instagram and they were looking at some specific twitter comments i'm here on twitter now oh my gosh they're in a fucking frenzy kari this was yesterday i'm sorry this was on saturday um let's see there are some people that were saying the community is people who like spicy food not blacks Hmm. i don't know (laughs) is that what they meant I think they meant niggers. I think they meant niggers too, for sure. 
Chick-fil-A don't know uh, their audience, man. They don't know their crowd. is is a lot of, you know, African-American folks, especially when you station out of Atlanta, Georgia. You right in the hub of where we all at. That might make it even worse, though, Corey. I'm just saying they should know better. They should They should have better social media teams who revise tweets and say, hey, I don't think we should say your community. They could be that could be taken in the wrong way. Or there was somebody that said, fuck their goddamn nigger asses. They're still going to be here every day anyways. Mm-hmm. They, they love chicken. It's fried. Have you had the sauce? Is this going to make you stop eating Chick-fil-A? No, never. They wasn't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> they was talking to that community. <laughs> I'm not a part of that community. <laughs> what community are they talking about? Uh, that particular area where he resides. <laughs> the black men in his community. In his community, yeah. Those niggers. Right. They're not talking about the niggers over here where I reside. <laughs> so we good on Chick-fil-A. I'll be there tomorrow. You can't just do a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Uh, man. So, you know, I never really... You know, I wasn't a part of the of the there you go. the frenzy from the jump. So when I finally did try, bro, it was like a year or two later. You know, the hype was over, and I didn't get a good one. I was just like, man, this is what I was going crazy over. He didn't get that first batch, y'all, because it had crack in it. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> crack must be really yeah. Crack that, is good. <laughs> crack is amazing. I was gonna say like, look what it's done. Yeah. Um, but any food that can make you buy it and not eat it, just walk five steps outside of the building and sell it to everyone else outside. Crack. Yeah. Crack. <laughs> no other explanation for it, bro. I walked up to Popeyes and there were men outside selling Popeyes because the Popeyes line was so long. <laughs> I'm never gonna let you niggas forget that shit. I'm on y'all ass to the day that y'all die. I seen the way y'all was acting at Popeye's, bro. Nah, I'm niggas. And them lines going fucking crazy. Killing people. People died over a chicken sandwich, bro. And it's not just one person. There were stabbings. Bro. There were shootings. I will never niggas forgive you niggas got ran over. Bro. I will never forgive you niggas that created chaos over a fucking chicken sandwich. Niggas got beat to death. Niggas are crazy, bro. Over a sandwich, Corey. A sandwich, bro. I'm at the crib like, these niggas is dumb. I was the one tweeting, you niggas are stupid. Who is these niggas? It was worth it, though. Was it? Um, that first batch, I would definitely click-clack blam a nigga <laughs> over that first batch. Nah, bro. A spicy one from that first batch? <laughs> a little sweet heat sauce on the side? Oh, my. Click-clack boom. Yeah. Chitty, chitty. Bang, bang, nigga. <laughs> bang, bang. Oh, God. The fuck? <laughs> um... I'm just kidding, guys. Comedy. Hey, hey, comedy. We're doing comedy again. Um, do we have any more Chick-fil-A, your community comments? Nah. All right. <clears throat> the queen's been eliminated. <laughs> She's checkmate. Shit. <laughs> We're not helping. The queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, over the past week, she passed away. A global figure. A global figure. I've been documented plenty of times saying that this family runs the world and y'all think that other people do, but it's whatever. Them and a couple other people. But uh, Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. I think it was due to old age, um, natural causes, things like that. She was 96 years old. Nothing? <laughs> this nigga, this is a sick Negro. <laughs> This nigga is sick. I didn't know you was passing. I was throwing it to you, nigga. 
Uh, no, I don't really have too much to say. Uh, you know, just sending condolences to the royal family. I know that's a big loss because it changes a lot as far as the matriarch. Like, yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I didn't, you know, have too much to say. She lived my my lifetime's three, so like she's experienced way more than I can ever even imagine. Um, but what was funny to see, like you know, it was a trending topic, like you said, because this is the queen that passed away. Um, but a lot of people. You would think that they were sad and hurt and, you know, sending condolences and things like that. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, they, it went up. Kari, if they would have had the queen's body in front of them, they would have punched, kicked, stomped, shit, shat, pissed, spit all over. (laughs) They disrespected the name of the queen on social media. I mean... They defiled her name. Yeah, which was crazy because, like, I didn't know. You know, that's how people felt. I had no idea. So I'm seeing it, and I'm like, bro, these jokes are hilarious. But I'm seeing so much that it made me step back and really think, like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Y'all really hated her. No, they really didn't fuck with her. Well, they had a lot to say about the alleged, uh, the conspiracies behind Princess Diana's death yeah. um, and the, the dealings that she had to do with it because she would be next in line for the throne, things like that. Um, <clears throat> there was there was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot. Even um, just going deeper to like the, the ruling of Africa, I think, or something like there's there's just so much that I'm not educated on. So I'm not going to speak on it much. But I was just like, oh, there's really issues here that we have no idea about that, you know, over here in the States, like they were really dealing with a lot of shit over there. What I will say is heavy is the head that wears the crown, literally. And just like I said before, yes, she was the queen of England, but I'm a real smart motherfucker. Um, not tooting my horn. I'm just stating that I'm, I'm smart with things between between the pope, the black pope. Um, some groups of of societies that I won't name, the Vatican, um, the royal family, they they these people collectively run like the entire world. So, of course, there's going to be some some dealings that aren't always the easiest to make if you're the queen and you run the fucking world. Everything's not going to be peaches and cream. You've dealt with a lot of bad things. You're going to catch some flack and some hate. Right. She was the queen. She's with the king now. I mean, there's a new king, but, you know, she passed. Yeah. God rest her soul. Condolences to the family. We saw Meghan Markle's fine ass step out. (laughs) Um, They stay in, like, California now, somewhere like that, bro. Yeah, this is the first time they've been spotted with the family, like, in a long time, Mm -hmm. they said. Um, Yeah, yeah. I saw them all together, though. Yeah, you know, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Family time. They didn't want anything to do with that royal shit, though. No, nah. they got the fuck out of there. It's because they didn't fuck with Megan because she's black. Yep. <clears throat> and she had a black baby. Of course. So you know that went up in uproar at the at the house at the palace. They yeah. couldn't believe that shit. Yeah. You it, brought her in the house and had a baby. Is that a nigga baby? Oh my god! I'm not kissing that baby. Oh my gosh, that's the one baby the queen wouldn't kiss? Yep. <laughs> she kissed black babies, but not her black babies. <laughs> fuck. That's, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, fuck that. It's usually how it goes, man. Um, but yeah, we can get out of here, of course. Rest in peace to the queen again. Um, you guys are vile on social media for those crazy jokes. Some, some of them pretty entertaining. Um, but we can move on. Yeah. 
Let's, you ready to to get to our sports section? Yup, yup. All right, Luca, Luca Doncic. He's in a battle with his own mother because she won't give up his trademark Luca Doncic Seven. He can't start his own trademark because she's currently uh, she currently has one under his name, and of course he can't start one anything uh, with anything around it. He can't do Luca. He can't do Doncic. Luca Doncic. He can't do Seventy Seven because that's too close to the likeness of the name. Um, this is not one of those situations like Shaq, where Shaq's name himself is close enough to his sons to where his sons can't trademark their own shit just because of his his dad's name or their dad's name. His mother's name is something completely different. She's not giving up on his trademark. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of shocked. I'm trying to wonder. I wonder why. She won't allow him to do it because I was under, under the impression that their relationship was was good. You know, I'm not thinking that there's any family issues here. Uh, so for him trying to change things around and capitalize on his name, I'm like, why wouldn't she allow him to to change it? I don't understand. There's one reason, Kari, and one sole reason. She wants the bread. Bro, I'm saying like if they have a, a good relationship like I thought they did. What made you think they did? Because there's never been a report about him not having a relationship with his mom. I mean, ever, there was ever, never. Ever since he's been over here. There was never any reports about Kobe and his parents until they didn't give his fucking money up or till they, till they tried to pawn his fucking rings. Right. We thought they were peaches <laughs> and cream until they until something happens, too. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I just I just didn't know. Like, uh, they never gave off that impression that there may have been an issue with Luca, his family or his mom specifically. But uh, if that is the case. And, you know, she doesn't want to give up on her name for the money. I understand. Like, Luke is a global superstar who has. You understand her? Yeah. If she's not trying to give up the money, I, I understand. If you're my mother, I, I no, no, I don't understand. Like, I get yes. Technically, anybody can go in. I could go in and trademark Paige Johnson Duncan the third. Paige Johnson Duncan the third. And, um,. As long as it fucking works, I'll get my trademark or patent or whatever it is, and it'll go straight through. And then whoever that has that name that grows up to be a star, when she tries to do it, she'll have to get it from me. And I don't even fucking know who that is. You can just go trademarking things as long as you have the money. But um, it doesn't have to be your name. It doesn't have to be your ownership. You own that once you pay for it. So... I get the part that, yeah, he does have to come off of something to get it back now or he'll never get it. Any like shit like that. But this is fucked up. I'm not saying I agree. I never said I agree. I'm just saying I understand. He gave her permission to handle this in 2018. So he gave up his rights. So I understand her not wanting to give up her rights. Okay, I missed I missed this part. It, yeah. it does say right here, Doncic gave his mother permission to register his name as a trademark during his rookie year in 2018. Okay, the Maverick star tried in writing last year to get his mother's company to give it up, but it didn't happen. Okay. So that's why I was saying, like, I was never under the impression that they had a problem in their relationship. Um, but even if it's not a problem, even if she just doesn't want to give it up for business reasons i'm in charge of that i understand i don't want to give that shit up yeah it may not be morally correct because it's a mother-son relationship i get that but if she's in business and he gave her permission to do it just an unfortunate situation now i'm just not gonna start a business with that name now because that's what the plan was before and now you think you're gonna get money off of this brand started and guess what the name's changed <laughs> bitch 
we gonna call that shit uh the Doncic Sevens, nigga. Yeah, like this is not gonna have anything. Yeah, no affiliation with the names at all. Nah, the LD Mavericks. <laughs> like, I was gonna say whatever the fuck we want to call it. Yeah, man. you're not fucking getting that anymore. Yeah. Like, that, watch this loophole, bitch. Um, let's stay. Let's stay. NBA. There's a new tournament, not the playing tournament. There's an in-season tournament coming in, right? Somewhere like that where they say they're still working on trying to finalize it, but yeah, it's an in-season tournament concept, which uh, includes to be determined projects for eight teams that advance to single elimination rounds. It says the current framework would be uh, cup games through November. Eight teams advance to a single elimination final in December. Other 22 continue with regular season. All games are a part of the normal game schedule. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't think I like that. I don't know how this is really supposed to work. Yeah, I don't I don't get that from what I just read. So if all 82 games are supposed to still be a part of the regular season, how do niggas go further in a cup while the rest of them go back to playing other games? And it don't make sense because it says the games through November. That's the start of the season. I don't know. October, really. But I'm right. saying, like, why are we playing a cup? Like, what what does it do for us at the end of what the season? What point does it serve? Or right. is this just for some niggas to have a little fun in the middle of the season? Ooh, a tournament. That's Nigga, we're I'm not saying. 19. Like, bitch, we're, I'm trying to get a ring. Now, <laughs> for the consumer, this will be a little fun for us to watch. Yeah, but even with that, like, I'm good on bullshit. What are we playing for? They're not playing for anything. Just to be the the, the 2023 cup tournament winners. Right. <laughs> What are we playing for? I'm good. I, I'd rather just wait till the finals come around in the summertime. Now, if they get some more money for this, they do they get incentives for winning this? I'm sure they'll find a way to probably, you know, include some clause in people's contracts where they may earn more on the dollar, things like that. But outside of that, man, you're risking injury. You know, you're risking a lot with things like this. So I'm not a fan of it so far. Um, I know they're still working on the language of things, and maybe they'll be able to explain it better later. But right now, based on what that's stating, I don't think that's necessary. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not necessary. But we'll see how it all unfolds. Um, we're out of basketball. The only thing that I have to say is Sunday football is back. Corey, we talked about it on Thursday. The Thursday football was back. Mm-hmm. Sunday football is back. Tonight, Monday night football will be back. Yeah. It's here, man. The yeah. NFL season is here. Yeah, yeah, bro. It feels good. You know what I'm saying? Got the Cowboys jersey on. I'm feeling great. Um, yeah, yeah. Steelers but, picked up that dog. You yeah, know, fuck that go. We did catch Stupid. that overtime. Uh, but yeah, bro. Like you said, it's just 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 a great time. I just love this time of the year, like as a whole. Overall, the holidays, spending time with the family. Like we said, uh, football is on every week until February. From yeah, this point on, you know what I mean. So like, it's just a good time, bro. <laughs> My favorite time of the year. I love it. If you watch NFL Network late at night. It's on every day <laughs> until February. Right. You're going to get you a game in an NFL man, Network. Bro, real talk. Uh, but no, just a great time. Like you said, um, football being back, man, it just, it's, it's amazing. You know, football is the number one sport over here in the States. Uh, is it really? I thought it was baseball. Nah, bro. Football is the number one sport. Are you for real? Hell yeah. For sure. Are you sure? Nigga, the Super Bowl? Come on now. You know this. Are we talking about like revenue wise or what? Yeah, I'm talking about revenue, everything, like number one. NFL, man. Come on now. Okay, okay. It gotta be. Just think about it. I'm just like it's American football. People love it. It's America's I mean the America's 
sport is baseball. I mean, America's game, whatever. As per revenue, the NFL is the wealthiest professional sports league. Yeah. Okay. 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 Look at the kid. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck it. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm just looking forward to watching the games, man. Like I said, I've been tapped into college on Saturdays. Uh, Texas almost beat Alabama over the weekend, too. That was crazy. But uh, just been tapped into that. And then, like we said, on Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays, you know, we'll be tapping into the NFL games as well. Okay. Yeah, man. Love this time of the year, man. Great time of the year. Uh, I don't think I have anything else unless you had something else you wanted to get into. Mm. All right, man. I think this was episode 174. We'll be back for a, a legendary episode 175. Uh, let's get into these songs of the week. It's been your boy, Roger. Jakari, we checking out. All right, we out of here, man. Yeah. Bitch, fuck a debate, pull up a spray, I eat a moat 
Just like a pink Fuck with your hoe, ain't having no cake Saving no hoe, that's something I can't Yeah, bitch, you got to watch Cop a beat, you're the top Yeah, bitch, you got a lot